0: Through his questioning of commonplace subjects, the duties of friendship, the limits of education, the pleasure of the countryside, and his exploration of extraordinary ones—the nature of cannibals, the identity of monstrous beings, the use of thumbs Montaigne maps out for me my own curiosity— constellated at different times and in many places. Books have been useful to me, he confesses, less for instruction than as training. That has been precisely my case. Reflecting on Montaigne's reading habits, for example, it occurred to me that it might be possible to make some notes on his cursage, by following Montaigne's own method of borrowing ideas from his library. He compared himself as a reader to a bee gathering pollen to make his own honey, and projecting these forward into my own time. As Montaigne would have willingly admitted, his examination of what we know was not a new venture in the sixteenth century. Questioning the act of questioning had much older roots. Whence then cometh wisdom, asks Job in his distress, and where is the place of understanding? Enlarging on Job's question, Montaigne observed that judgment is a tool to use on all subjects and comes in everywhere therefore in the tests that I make of it here I use every sort of occasion. If it is a subject I do not understand at all, even on that I essay my judgment, sounding the ford from a good distance, and then, finding it too deep for my height, I stick to the bank. I find this modest method wonderfully reassuring. According to Darwinian theory, human imagination is an instrument of survival. In order better to learn about the world and therefore be better equipped to cope with its pitfalls and dangers, Homo sapiens developed the ability to reconstruct outer reality in the mind and to conceive situations that it could confront before actually encountering them. Conscious of ourselves, and conscious of the world around us, we are able to build mental cartographies of those territories and explore them in an infinite number of ways, and then choose the best and most efficient. Montaigne would have agreed. We imagine in order to exist, and we are curious in order to feed our imaginative desire." Imagination, as an essential creative activity, develops with practice, not through successes, which are conclusions and therefore blind alleys, but through failures, through attempts that prove to be mistaken and require new attempts that will also, if the stars are kind, lead to new failures." The histories of art and literature, like those of philosophy and science, are the histories of such enlightened failures. Fail, try again, fail better, was Beckett's summation. But in order to fail better, we must be able to recognize imaginatively those mistakes and incongruities— we must be able to see that such and such a path does not lead us in the aspired direction, or that such and such a combination of words, colors, or numbers does not approximate the intuited vision in our mind. Proudly we record the moments in which our many inspired Archimedes shout, Eureka! in their baths. We are less eager to recall the many more in which those, like the painter frenofeur in Balzac's story, look upon their unknown masterpiece.